Good morning, everybody. So lovely to see you today. I'm glad the, uh, the rain and the, the cloudy skies didn't scare you off. Um, hello to everybody online as well. I uh, hope you're enjoying your time from wherever you're watching. Um, why don't you just stand as we get right into worship this morning? Now is the time to worship. Come. Now is the time to give your heart. Come. Just as you are to worship. Come. Just as you are before your Now is the time to worship. Come. Now is the time to give your heart. Come. Just as you are to worship. Come. Just as you are before your One day every tongue will confess you are God One day every knee will bow Still the greatest treasure remains for those who gladly choose you now So come, now is the time to worship Now is the time to give your heart. Come, just as you are to worship. Come, just as you are before your God. Come. One day every tongue will confess you are God. One day every knee will bow Still the greatest treasure remains for those who gladly choose you now Willingly we choose to surrender our lives Willingly our knees will bow With all our heart, soul, mind and strength We gladly choose you now We wait upon the Lord, we will wait upon the Lord, we will wait upon the Lord. Strength arises, we wait upon the Lord, we will wait upon the Lord, we will wait upon the Our God, you reign forever, our hope 
our strong deliverer. You are the everlasting God, the everlasting God. You do not faint, you won't grow weary. You're the defender of the weak. You comfort those in need. You lift us up on wings like eagles. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord. Strength will rise as we wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the Lord. We will wait upon the our God. You reign forever. Our hope, our strong deliverer. You are the everlasting God. The everlasting God, you do not faint, you won't grow weary. You're the defender of the weak, you comfort those in need, you lift us up on wings like eagles. Our God, you reign forever. Our hope, our strong deliverer. Our God, you reign forever. Our hope, our strong deliverer. You are the everlasting God, the everlasting God. You do not faint, you won't grow weary. You're the defender of the weak. You comfort those in need. You lift us up on wings like eagles. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to church today. Why don't you greet someone next to you and then find your way to your seat this morning? Awesome. You may be seated. We just have one announcement today, and that is about the connection cards. If you are new here this morning, first of all, I just want to say welcome. It's nice to have you join us for church today. In the, ch- in the chair in front of you, there should be a card saying connection card that allows you to fill it out, put down your information, and if you submit it to the info desk just outside in the foyer on your way out, you will receive a free gift, and then that way we can also check up, see if there's anything we can do to help you in any way uh, that you may need. And so if you fill out those cards, we'd, we'd appreciate connecting with you in that way. 
So kids from grades one to five, you can go meet your volunteers at the door and have an amazing time at Kids Church and Ushers. Uh, once the kids walk by, I'd like to invite you forward to collect our tithes and offerings this morning, and then I'll turn it back over to Andrew to lead us in worship. God bless. The splendor of the King Clothed in majesty Let all the earth rejoice Let all the earth rejoice He wraps himself in light and darkness tries to hide and trembles at his voice and trembles at his voice and how great is our God sing with me how great is our God and all will see how great how great is our God. And age to age he stands. And time is in his hands. Beginning and the end. Beginning and the end. The Godhead three in one Father, Spirit, Son The Lion and the Lamb The Lion and the Lamb Feel free to stand How great is our God Sing with me how great is our God, and all will see how great, how great is our God, how great is our God, sing with me how great is our God. How great, how great is our God, and He's the name above all names, worthy of all praise, and my heart. God 
How great is our God Sing with me how great No see how great How great is our God How great is our God Sing with me how great Oh, see how great How great is our God How great you are, God How great you are God, I just pray for this morning that as we're about to hear from your word, that we're about to, to uh, be encouraged by, by this teaching this morning, God, would we always be reminded of how great you are. Would you bless everyone that's here this morning watching online? Would our hearts be ready to receive what you might be saying this morning? God, we thank you for the fact that we're able to gather here this morning, that we're able to, to have this service that we can watch online from a distance. God, you are so great. You've brought us through so much, even when we don't realize it. But would we continue to just rest on the fact that you are great, God? So again, be with us this morning. Would we be ready to hear from you, God, that you would, you would be speaking through Maria this morning? God, that, would you give her the words to say, would your spirit be moving and active in this place, God, and would we be ready to receive? In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated, church. Thank you, worship team, for leading us this morning. Uh, at this time, I'd like to invite up a very special guest, uh, Monica. You may join me on stage this morning, and she's going to bring us the word today. So if you can welcome her, uh, that'd be awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Scott. Thank you, worship team. And uh, thank you, Pastor Shannon, and thank you, congregation, for uh, for giving me this opportunity of sharing the Word of God. Um, I want to say good morning to everyone here and good morning to everyone who's watching online. So, as you know, English is not my first language, so if there's, a man, if there's mispronunciation or something, you will forgive me, okay? Agreed? Yes? Thank you. <laughs> okay, so... The presentation today, let me see, my papers are not here. here. The presentation today starts with a question. I'm going to start with a question. I'm going to end with a question. But I'm not going to tell you the last question yet. 
I'm going to tell it to you later on, okay? So my first question for you this morning is, are you willing to be interrupted? Are you willing to be interrupted? Just think about that, and uh, as we uh, move forward through the message, you will see why I'm asking you this question, okay? I have many questions for you this morning. This is the first one. Are you willing to be interrupted? So, um, the next slide, please. Thank you, Mike and uh, team. So, the second slide is also, uh, I have some questions for you, and these questions are about your daily life, your daily life. So, um, the first question is, are you the type of person who usually goes on daily quests like this? And I have uh, three questions there that um, usually, you know, um, when uh, I am, like my daily, uh, my daily routine, you know, I consider these things that we have to do daily, like daily quests. Why? Because I'm always on a mission, you know? I'm always on a mission. I'm trying to do things as fast as I can. Everyone who knows me, uh, they know that I'm like kind of hyperactive and I'm always running from one place to the other. So... I'm asking you this morning, are you the type of person who usually goes on quests like this? For example, the first one says, um, going to the grocery store before it gets, it gets too, crowd, too crowded, sorry, so you can get out faster. Do you go to the grocery store before it gets too crowded so you can get faster? That's the first question. Just think about that. The second, let's see the second one. The second one says, do you drop your kids off at school five minutes before schedule? So you can avoid chatting to some talkative parents that you know, so you go back home faster. Are you that kind of person? Just think about that, okay? You don't have to say yes, you don't have to say no, just think about those questions, okay? The last one that I have there is, do you leave home earlier to go to work so you can get a single seat on the train so you can read your book peacefully? Do you go, do you leave home earlier so you can get on the train and just leave peacefully because you don't want to be interrupted? Are you that kind of person? So this is my first slide and it has to do with uh, like daily quest, I call them, you can like name others, okay? I just put three there, but you can name some other daily quest that we have on our daily routine, okay? Just do things, just do them fast and go back to home, go back home or to whatever you were doing, okay? I don't know about you, but for example, my case, when I go to the grocery store, I just go one second, I take one, two, three, the things that I need, and then I run home again. I, am a, I, I, I can say that I'm a woman on a mission, on a mission to go to the grocery store, to go to the library, to go to the mall, on a mission because I want to do it and just do it as fast as I can. And then go back to study, to work, to whatever I'm doing, okay? 
So, and I don't know about you, but maybe you are also a person on a mission, you know? Um, maybe you are just running from one place to the other. So, and uh, we run because we, do, we want to do things faster so we can just go back to our task and just be uninterrupted. That's, what I, that's my, my position here, okay? So now, I, um, can you please move to the next one? So this one again says, this is, these questions I have here, they are more about your personality. So the first one were about your daily routine, now about your personality, okay? So now I'm asking you, do you enjoy being interrupted when you are in the middle of a task? Do you enjoy? Because I love grammar, I know these are like yes, no questions. I'm not asking you to say yes or no. I'm just asking you to think, okay? Uh, this is about your personality. Do you like or do you enjoy being interrupted when you are in the middle of a task? I can say I don't like being interrupted. I can say I don't enjoy being interrupted when I'm in the middle of a task. Another question for you about your personality. Do you enjoy leaving a task unfinished? Mm, that silence, okay, speaks volumes. Do you enjoy leaving a task unfinished because someone interrupted you? And the last one I have here, and just think about the last one because um, I just want you to remember the last one. It says, do you enjoy being delayed when you are on a journey to a long-awaited destination? Do you enjoy being delayed when you are on a journey to a long-awaited destination? I don't enjoy that. I can tell you, I'm just being, you know, uh, honest. I don't like being delayed when I'm on a journey, on a trip. Just want to get there as fast as I can, okay? Just remember this last question here, please. So now I'm going to move to the next slide. And this one says, this is more about your priorities. This question has to do with your priorities, okay? And it says... Are we so focused or so centered on our mission? I mean by this, on the task at hand. Are we so centered, so focused there, that we forget to see the crowds around us, to see the people around us, to see their pain, to see their needs? Are we so centered in our task, that we just forget to see the needs of others or other people. This is about our priorities. I just want you to think about it. You don't have to answer. That's the beauty here. You don't have to answer. You just think about it. When you go home, think about this question, okay? This is about priorities. Um, I was listening to a podcast some time ago and the presenter asked a question that it was, to me, it was really a very important question. The presenter there asked this, do you know what is the greatest need 
in people today? Like, do you know which, which is the greatest need that people have today? And I was just thinking about one thing, the other, like, I don't know, you know, maybe about, like, uh, food or water in some countries, or what is the greatest need people have today? And the answer that they gave was very, like to me, it was unexpected, but it's so true. The greatest need that people have today is to be seen. To be seen. Because many people today, they feel that they are invisible, that no one cares for them, that no one sees their needs. So the greatest need is for people to be seen. And sometimes, because people or teenagers or maybe young people, they need that attention so much that sometimes they do things that they regret. We see very like horrible acts. I'm not saying about youth, I'm saying about in general. Some people, they, are so, they feel so invisible that they do whatever in their power just to be seen. And that's so sad because they feel that no one cares for them. So now, that's enough for the questions this morning. I'm going to ask you another question at the end, but just for now, it's enough. Now I want to share with you a quote. Can you please? Okay, it's a little bit <laughs> small, but I'm going to read it to you anyways, okay? So this quote by Helen Keller says, I long to accomplish a great and noble task, but it is my chief duty to accomplish small tasks as if they were great and noble. I'm going to read it again, okay? So it says, I long to accomplish a great and noble task, but it is my chief duty to accomplish small tasks as if they were great and noble. Why I'm sharing this with you? Because I want to share with you um, some, I would say, highlight of our trip, of our last humanitarian trip. This is a highlight. We were on a humanitarian trip and we were, to us, it was a great and noble task, the whole trip, okay? So on this specific day that I'm gonna share, like the pictures that I'm gonna share um, in, a, in, in a brief moment, on this specific day, we were coming back to our hotel after being like on the road for 10, maybe from 10 to 12 hours, like some people here, Remember that, okay? And uh, we were tired. We were exhausted. We needed rest. We just wanted to get to the hotel as soon as, as possible, okay? So we didn't want to be interrupted. We just wanted to get to the hotel as soon as possible. To just to, you know, to have a shower, like to, to, to just to relax and... Uh, have dinner and then sleep. So that was our plan. 
But sometimes God has other plans for us. Sometimes he can interrupt your work. Sometimes he can interrupt your studies. Sometimes he can interrupt your plans, okay? So he had other plans for us. He wanted to interrupt our schedule. He wanted to interrupt this great task. And he wanted us to center in a very small task because he wanted us to see people in the middle of nowhere. The night was pitch black and those people were unknown to us, but they were not unknown to God because God sees and he sees their needs and he sees every need no matter where, wherever you are, he sees our needs. And God saw the, need, uh, the needs of those people, and he interrupted our plans because he wanted us to share his love with those people. In the middle of the night, at a very inconvenient time, because when we talk about interruptions, most of the times they are at a very inconvenient time. For us, okay? So he took us on a side journey because he wanted us to share his love with his people. So I'm going to share some pictures with you if you can, Mike. Okay. So there, as you can see, that's our van coming back from being 12 hours on the road, as I, as I told you. And we were just excited about the whole day, and uh, we were just, you know, rejoicing, and, but we wanted to get to the hotel. That's, that was our point there, okay? So all of a sudden, we had a flat tire. Okay, you can see that. You can see the driver. You can see, I think it's Rob. Rob? I don't know. Where are you? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I think it's... Um, and uh, it was the most inconvenient time for us. That was an interruption. That was, you know, something that we didn't expect. Can you move to the next one, please? Okay, so <laughs> we happened to be at a very, very short distance from a house. That house, that house was in the middle of nowhere. Like, it was just isolated there. And uh, there was a big family there. There was the grandma. And as you can see, that's Mary <laughs> talking to the uh, grandma there for privacy issues. As you can see, I cover the faces, okay? Just for privacy issues, okay? But that lady there talking to Mary, that lady didn't speak a word in English. She spoke Spanish. But as you can see, in just two or three minutes, they were best friends, okay? And Mary was sharing the love of God for that lady. In spite of the two different languages that they were speaking, in spite of not knowing each other, she was sharing the love of God with that lady just because God interrupted our trip to the hotel.
Just because God took us on a side journey, just because God sees the need, and he saw the need of that family, so he took us there. Can you move to the next one, please? Okay, so that's the van with the flat tire. People were repairing the flat tire there. And there you have Pastor Lindsay, and we had the opportunity of sharing the love of God and giving those kids there some balloons. And uh, you know the balloon animals that we usually do, you know, and, uh, and some candy. And that kid over there, he was so excited because it was the first time in his life that he saw a balloon animal. And probably the first time in his life that he got some candy. So we had the opportunity of sharing the love of God with like elderly people and also with kids. In the meantime, they were trying to fix the flat tire, okay? So there we have our youth sharing uh, their love for the, for the kids there. And it was a great opportunity to know people that they were just isolated from the rest of the, uh, of the, of the world, okay? Can we see the next one, please? Okay. <laughs> As you can see there, we have, like, again, Rob, you're there. And we have Pastor Shannon just smiling. And he was so excited that we have these people they're fixing the flat tire for us. They have the tools. They have the knowledge. They fix. Can you see that? Again, the faces are covered for privacy issues. But can you see that they are fixing our flat tire for us? Pastor Shannon is smiling. He's supervising everything there. Can you see his face? Okay. But it was the middle of the night. An isolated place. But those people had what we needed to continue with our trip. And we had the love of God to share with them. That was a divine interruption. I will never forget that highlight. That was the highlight of our trip. I will never forget that. It was Jesus his love was so real at that time that I can tell you, those people will never forget that visit because it was Jesus himself visiting them and sharing his love with them in a divine interruption. Not because of us, because we are human, but because we carry the love of God and because we are his feet, and his hands. So, I read something like long ago. I don't know who wrote this, but I know that it's so true that it says, in the interruptions, we really show who we are. In the interruptions, we really show the, our true self. Just think about that. Think when you're doing something as a mom, you are cooking and your kid comes and then they interrupt you. And then all of a sudden you are just, you know, leaving a task unfinished. Maybe at that time you don't feel like great and you react in a way that it's not, you know, 
your usual self, but because in interruptions we really show who we are. God interrupts our routines. God interrupts our plans. But because he wants to do something at that moment, and we have to be so... Um, we have to have all our senses really, really uh, at the top, you know, of, of ours to be, to be so uh, alert because we need to see that he wants us to see something. Something is going on and he wants us to see that. But if we are not, if we are not willing to be interrupted, many opportunities are just going to pass by. And we will lose many opportunities of sharing the love of God with people if we don't allow ourselves to be interrupted. So, there's a desire in my heart, and I hope that it's also the desire of your heart, that the busyness in my life, the busyness in my everyday life, will not prevent God from interrupting my schedule to do through me what he wants to do. Because he wants to move through us. He wants to speak through us. He wants, to, he wants us to carry his love. He wants us to be his hands and feet in a world that is suffering. In a world that needs someone to share the love of Christ. And sometimes we are so focused on sharing the gospel, like sharing the message of salvation, that we forget to share the love of Christ first. And everything is about connections. First, we need to connect with people. We need to see their needs. We need to see where they are. We need to share God's love in order to then, at a later time maybe, share the gospel. Because maybe it's not us who's going to give them the message of salvation. Maybe it's someone else. But every one of us has the power and the capability of sharing the love of God. Because we are his feet and his hands. So, when God interrupts you, you can ask yourself many questions. And one of those questions is, is God trying to use my life to bless someone? Is God trying to use someone else to bless me? Is God interrupting me because he wants to move me to a next level? There are many questions that you can ask yourself. But I want to see now interruptions. Thank you. I hope you enjoy the pictures there, okay? <laughs> now I want to see interruptions in the Bible, interruptions in the Old Testament. And I want to share with you a story. Like the story is like everyone, I think everyone knows this story, so I'm not going to go into detail because the most important thing here is the interruption, okay? And this story is in Genesis um, chapter 16. If you um, want to write it down, Genesis chapter 15, verse 1 to 15, 
If you want to read the whole story at home, you can do that. I'm not going to read it like because of, of I don't want to take longer, a longer time. <laughs> okay, Pastor Scott. So this story, it's about a slave, a girl who was mistreated, a girl who suffered abuse, a girl who was away from, his people, from her people, a girl who was, like, just, I would say, abused, and abused harshly at one point in, in her life. And this story, the location of this story is um, a well that was located between Kadesh and Vered. Sorry if I mispronounce the names, but, <laughs> you know. And uh, it was a spring along the road to Shur. And this spring was on the road back to Egypt. They say that it's the northern, like, eastern part of Egypt. So this story happens there, okay? And this story, the time of this story is uh, after Abram and Sarai had lived in Canaan for 10 years. And the people in this story is a slave girl named Hagar, who was given to Abram to bear a child for this couple. You know the story very well, so I don't want to get into all the details. But um, it seems that Abram was around 75, 76, and Sarai was uh, approximately 10 years uh, younger than him. And after living for 10 years in Canaan, they received a promise from the Lord. You know about that. A promise that they will bear a child, and that child will become a great nation. But they got impatient, because after 10 years, that promise was still not fulfilled. So Sarai got a, an idea that was not a godly idea, I think. <laughs> and she said to Abram, just take my slave. Maybe she can bear a child. And we can start a family. Okay? She said in verse number 8. Sorry. Um, in verse number 2. Look now, the Lord has prevented me from bearing children. So please go to my maidservant. And maybe we can build a family by her. So she got impatient. She wanted that promise to be fulfilled as soon as possible. And she had this plan. That was a detour, okay? So we know then that Hagar became pregnant. And because of that, she started to despise Sarai. And Sarai, in return, started to mistreat her. And it seems that the word here is like um, the scholar says that she treated, so, she treated uh, Hagar so harshly that Hagar ran away, she fled to the wilderness. And at that point, in verse number 7, she was found by the, angel, by the angel of the Lord. She was found. She was not trying to find God, but the angel of the Lord found her. And it says in number seven, verse number 7, the angel of the Lord found Hagar near a spring, and he said, 
Hagar, where have you come from and where are you going? She was running. She was fleeing when she was interrupted by the angel of the Lord. And she said, I'm running away. And we know that at that point, the angel of the Lord spoke to Hagar. And he said, Hagar, Hagar, go back to Sarai and be obedient. And you will have a child, and that child will become a great nation. But I want to stop the, before that. I want to stop where it says, where have you come from? And in this interruption, we see that God is asking, and he's asking many people, and maybe he's asking you today, you that are watching this today, what's your story? Where have you come from? He's not asking for the place. He's asking about the story behind this running away. That's what he's asking. What's your story? What happened to you? Why are you running? And then when he said to Hagar, go back because you will have a child. I'm going to read here number, verse number 8 and number 9. So the angel of the Lord told her, return, return to Sarai and submit to her authority, okay? And I will greatly multiply your offspring. And then he said, your offspring, they will be too numerous to count. And then the angel of the Lord proceeded. Behold, you will have conceived, you have conceived and will bear a son. And you shall name him Ishmael. Because it means the Lord has heard your cry for affliction. So the name Ishmael means the Lord has heard your cry for affliction. And then in verse number 13 it says, Hagar gave this name to the Lord who had spoken to her. You are the God who sees me. Here I have seen the one who sees me. You are the God who sees me. Can you see here between Ishmael, the God who hears, and El Roy, the name that she, a slave girl, gave, gave to God, in this case, the name El Roy, the God who sees. So the God who hears and the God who sees. Ishmael and El Roy. She was interrupted by the angel of the Lord. And she, a slave girl, gave a name that was so sweet. I love studying the names of God. I love those names. They are so beautiful. Like you remember many of them. Like, for example, uh, El Shaddai, God Almighty, Adonai, Master Jairah, Jehovah Jireh, he's my provider. But El Roy, the name that this girl gave, is so sweet. So sweet, the God who sees us. He sees me. He sees you. He sees your affliction. 
He sees your pain. He sees your sorrows. And he wants to interrupt you because he wants you to know that he sees you. He sees your pain. He sees your life. He sees you. This interruption is so powerful. And uh, I just wanted to share with you a video that, to me, it spoke like so powerfully. A video, it's a song. If you want to go home and just look for it, the name of the song is the name that Hagar gave to the angel of the Lord there. The name of the song is The God Who Sees, Elroy. This song is by Katie Lee, uh, Lee Guilford and Nicole Mullen. I think that's the pronunciation of her name. So I want you to see that so you can see the moment that this girl, this slave, was interrupted because God wanted to share his love with her. Can we play that video for us? Thank you. Was a single mother. Was a single mother. She was abandoned by the family she belonged to. And there in the wilderness with her son, alone with very little provision, she was wondering. She was questioning. Does anyone care? She's crying in the desert. lost in her She was interrupted by the God who sees. And she, in this, this song, there's a question that many people are asking themselves today, like everywhere in the world. Many people are asking, does anyone care? Does anyone care? Because they feel invisible. As Hagar Many people are asking that, the same. Does anyone care? And God cares. I can tell you, God cares. He cares. Jesus cares. So we saw the interruptions, like one interruption in the Old Testament. Now I want to see an interruption in the New Testament. And this is the story. The story is when we read the Lord of the Harvest, you know, that... If you want to go home and read the whole story, if you want to read the whole chapter, just feel free to do that. I'm just going to share Matthew chapter 9, verses 35 to 36. 
In this case, we have Jesus. He was on a journey. On a journey of healing, on a journey of salvation, on a journey of deliverance. But at this point, he interrupted his schedule, his agenda, his routine to see, just to see, because he is the God who sees. And the verses I'm going to read, they're on the screen for you. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they say, Jesus went through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. So please note here that it says that he went through all the towns and villages. He was teaching. That's the progressive form of the verb, okay? He was teaching. He was proclaiming. He was healing. But then, all of a sudden, we have this verb that says, when he saw the crowds, he stopped to see the crowds, okay? He saw the crowds. This is saw. It's a verb that's not in the progressive form. It says he saw the crowds and he had compassion on them because they were helpless like sheep without a shepherd. He saw the crowd and he had compassion on them because he saw that they were helpless because he is the God who sees. He interrupted his teaching. He interrupted his healing. He interrupted his proclaiming to see the needs. So here we have an example to follow. We need to see the needs of others, but there's only way to see that. The only way is to allow ourselves to be interrupted by God. That's the only way. If we continue to be so focused on our task at hand, if we continue to be so centered, it's going to be hard to see what God wants to do through our lives. Jesus stopped his routine to see the crowds, to see the needs, to see the needs of the invisible, to see the needs of the immigrants, to see the needs of the outcasts, to see the need of the foreigners. He sees the needs. Do we see the need of others? That's my question today, okay? So uh, the application for today, if we can move to the next one. The first point here, the application, the practical point is, uh, part, sorry, is to see the crowds to see their pain and their needs. And uh, again, I have some questions for you. Are you willing to be half-stop, like to be stopped halfway, sorry, to be used by God? Are we willing to put our needs aside in order to care for the urgent need of others? Are we willing to be moved to compassion as Jesus was moved to compassion, and to act accordingly in the midst of our frantic schedule, are we willing to do that? I have some practical points here. 
For example, when you go to the local super, like not, mm, I was about to say <laughs> the name of a supermarket, I'm sorry. When you go to the grocery store and you have the cashier in front of you, maybe that cashier is working there, but maybe that cashier got a bad diagnosis, but it's still smiling at you. Do you see him, her? Do you see the smile on their faces? Can you say something nice to them at that point in the midst of your, like, running to the grocery store? Uh, because you go to a grocery store and I go to another different gro grocery store. I don't go and don't see the same cashier that you see. So you have an opportunity there to share the love of God, to be interrupted in your routine, in your, like, uh, shopping, and just share the love of God with the cashier. The male person. I live far from here. The male person at my place is not the same male person at your place. Maybe we can just leave um, a car, a Tim Hortons card, on your mailbox. Just stick it there and say, thank you. Thank you for what you do for me. Because even in the winter, they carry their mail, your mail for you, okay? Another example that I have here. Like sometimes when you have, uh, you have the online banking, and you need to phone like the, your bank and you talk to a rep there, what I usually do is every time I talk to someone, what I usually do is, can I talk to your supervisor? And then I talk to the supervisor and I say, she's doing a great job. She deserves a promotion. That's what I say, you know. <laughs> or, um, and it happened to me once that I say that and she said to me, you made my day. It was just, she thought that I was another angry customer, like on the phone. I just wanted to say, thank you. And please, tell your supervisor, you're doing great. Okay? You deserve a promotion. You deserve to be the supervisor. We have opportunities every day to be interrupted to share the love of God. I have some here, okay? For example, when you go to the hospital, the nurse there, maybe she's working overtime to cover for another co-worker who's sick. And she's still there, smiling at us. We don't see the smile because we have the masks, you know, but she's still there, smiling, even, even though she's tired. Just stop your routine and just share the love of Christ with her. Or maybe a teacher who, sh like, shows up for work, and maybe her elderly mom passed away, and she's so sad, but she's still there working and teaching. We can, we have many opportunities as we had that opportunity there in our humanitarian trip to share the love of God, okay? Just remember that, quote, I long to accomplish a great and noble task, but my chief duty, my chief duty, is to accomplish small tasks, small. Talking to the bank rep or talking to the teacher, talking, that's, okay? and do them as they were great and noble. I'm going to share with you, um, I'm just, I'm about to finish, okay? I'm about to finish. So if, uh, if the worship team wants to please come and play some background music. I had an opportunity many years ago, before coming um, to, to Canada. Um, I was helping... Um, a girl, and I was helping her, you know, um, 
just encouraging her in uh, her life. And one day, I was so sick, but really sick. I was like, I couldn't even almost, like, I could barely speak. I had a terrible congestion. I, it was terrible. Nothing contagious. It was not COVID, you know, because this is <laughs> many years ago, like 15 years ago, okay? And this girl came to, um, came to my, my, my place, and uh, she came with her boyfriend. And I was at my worst, but worst, I would say, point, because I just wanted to be, like, in bed. I just wanted to rest. I, I, I felt terrible at that time. But she needed help, and her boyfriend needed help. And she came. And uh, I talked to this young man. He was in a very difficult position. He was in a, like his life was really a, a mess. And at that moment that God interrupted my day, that when I wanted just to be in bed, like, I had the opportunity of sharing the love of Christ with that young man. I just told him that Jesus loved him, just told him that he could start again a new life, just told him that that was a new day, a new opportunity, just told him that that, was, that could be a fresh start for him. And we share the love of Christ. He accepted Jesus at that time. And it was so precious. The, the, the presence of God was so real. So real. Like, like that time on that humanitarian trip, that time with this young guy and uh, his girlfriend, it was so real. He accepted Jesus. His life changed. And sometime later, he was attacked and he was almost killed by someone else, by someone. He was attacked and he was almost killed. So I'm so grateful that God gave him that opportunity before being attacked. Because he could have died when he was attacked. God had mercy on him and he survived. But I was so grateful that Jesus showed up for him before that and that he accepted Jesus before that because if he had died at that point I knew that he that his place in heaven that Jesus had a place in heaven for him but I was interrupted in my most you know sick it was so sick I was so sick you also have opportunities like that in your everyday life. Just we need to put aside our priorities, our comfort, to see the needs because El Roy, the God who sees, wants to use us. So my question for you, I started with, are you willing to be interrupted? My last question for you now, the final invitation, the last question is, are you ready?
Are you ready? Are you ready to be interrupted by God to show His love? Because He sees the needs. Are we ready? Are you ready? I'm going to close with prayer. I'm going to ask God to bless us and uh, I want us to give him permission to interrupt us at any time. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to give God permission to interrupt you while you're doing your laundry, while you're sleeping, while you're on the train? Are you willing to do that? Are you ready? Can we make ourselves available to God again today? I'm going to invite you to close your eyes so we can pray, okay? So, Father, we thank you. We thank you because you love us. We thank you because you see us. We thank you because you see our needs, but you also see the needs of those around us. Lord, this morning again, we want to say, please God, use our lives, use our hands, use our feet. We make ourselves available to you once again. Use our lives, use our lives to share the love of Christ. Everywhere we go, any time of the day, everywhere we are, Lord, we are yours. Thank you for seeing our needs and thank you for opening up our eyes to see the needs of others. My chief duty is to accomplish small tasks as if they were great. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen.
So take me as you find me Hold my fears and failures Fill my life again I give my life to follow Everything I believe in and Now I surrender And Savior, He can move the mountains My God is mighty to save He is mighty to save Forever, author of salvation, he rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. Oh, Savior, he can move the mountains. My God is mighty to save, he is mighty to save. Forever, author of salvation, he rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. And shine your light and let the whole world see. We're singing for the glory of the risen King, Jesus. Shine your light and let the whole world see We're singing for the glory of the risen King Savior, He can move the mountains My God is mighty to save He is mighty to save forever Author of salvation, he rose and conquered the grave. Jesus conquered the grave. Amen. Thank you, Monica, for that amazing word this morning. May God's plans for our, our lives be elevated in the interruption of our own. So we're going to close our service in prayer this morning. Father, we love you, and we thank you so much for how good you are. God, in the midst of our busyness, in the midst of our weeks, in, 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 our, in our daily lives, Lord Jesus, and the people we pass by and interact with, Lord, may you interrupt us, God, so that we can see your love and your goodness fulfilled in the lives of those who need you, who need your hope, who need your peace, and who need your joy. And Father, today as we close our service, we think of the needs within our own congregation, Lord. We think of Edith today. God, may she have strength in her body, Lord Jesus. May there be no pain in her day-to-day -day life and activity. And, and God, may she be able to feel comfortable. Lord, we pray this in your name. And Father, we think of Cindy and her family as well. Lord Jesus, as they're mourning the loss of her brother-in-law. Jesus, may your peace, may your Holy Spirit be with them. May they know that you are comforting them and that you are with them in the midst of, of the grieving and in the midst of, of, of the sorrow. 
And Jesus, we thank you and we pray for our leaders right now. We pray for Pastor Shannon and Pastor Jen, Lord, as they're on a much-needed vacation. And God, we pray that this time is rejuvenating for them. Holy Spirit, I just pray that you refresh them during this period of time where they're away. And when they come back, that they're ready and, 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 and able for all that you would have them to do here at Evangel. We thank you for them and for their hearts, for, for your people. And God, we pray that as we go from this place today, you bless us, you be with us throughout our weeks, and you continue to remind us of how much you are for us. We love you, Jesus. And we pray this in your name, Father. Amen. Amen. God bless. Have a great week ahead. If you need anything, please don't hesitate to reach out for us, uh, to us. We are here for you. We want to come alongside you any way we can. God bless. Have a great week.